The Batmobile. <gasps> Adam West! Hey, kids, Batman! Dad, that's not the real Batman. Of course I'm Batman. See, here's a picture of me with Robin. Who the hell's Robin? Oh, I guess you're only familiar with the new Batman movies. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> the only true Catwoman is Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, or Eartha Kitt. And I didn't need molded plastic to improve my physique. Pure West. And how come Batman doesn't dance anymore? Remember the bad to see? Nice meeting you. Just keep moving. Don't make eye contact. Mr. West, you said there was a job for me. There was, when I called you 45 minutes ago. Come on, Superman! Your secret identity is safe with me! Holy Nick at Night, Bat Bands. We're entering the Bat Cave and going way back in time to the 60s. That's right. We're going back to 1966 and looking at the first two episodes of Batman. That's right. And 
The first two episodes include the Riddler, who is the first villain to be featured on the show. And this is near and dear to my heart because I grew up watching the TV series. Yeah, the reruns on what used to be the Family Channel. Yeah, it used to be on the Family Channel when I was a kid growing up. And that would eventually turn into the uh, Fox Family Channel. And then it turned into the uh, Fox Freeform channel years later. So <laughs> goes to show you how old I am. And yet you heard that great uh, appearance by Adam West on The Simpsons. And that was pretty cool. I remember that um, back in the day when I used to watch The Simpsons. And I was into the TV series, and I was into the movie. Yeah, the 1989 movie. And yes, Batman does dance in this episode. Well, at least the first one. So, and I'm going to be watching this on Tubi. Yep, I have Tubi. So I'm able to stream the old episodes. And if you have Tubi, go to Season 1, Episode 1. Hi, Diddle Riddle, and going to be going back, looking at some information on the actors and the TV series, some stuff you may or may not know about, and yeah, just getting you guys ready, and we're going to get ready right now in 10, 9, 8, Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. And here we are at the Gotham City's World's Fair. And we hear the narration here. And the narration was done by William Dozier, who was the executive producer and creator of the, of the series. And he was the one that actually did the opening narration for uh, his other series, The Green Hornet. You know, he was the one that said, another challenge for The Green Hornet. His aide, Cato, and their vehicle, The Black Beauty. And there we see here in Moldiva, Moldiva, whatever, however it's pronounced. But to reveal the ceremony here, a statue. Now we see Uncle Sam. Yeah, we see a cake of Uncle Sam and Moldavian president, I guess that was at the time. And, oh, there's an explosion. And then we 
see a riddle. Why is an orange like a bell? And here we are at the police headquarters. We see Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara. And Chief O'Hara is looking at the um, information here on Wikipedia. Good thing I have Wikipedia here. Just uh, looking at the information here. Chief O'Hara was played by Stafford Rep, and he was also known for being in the films I Want to Live with uh, Susan Hayward and the brothers Karamazov, and he also starred in NBC's Western anthology series Frontier and also The Tall Man. And we also see Adam West here. As Bruce Wayne, and he's being alerted here by his butler, Alfred, who is played by Alan Napier. And Alan Napier, he is actually a uh, English actor and was also known as a stage actor at the time. And here we see Burt Ward, the Boar Wonder. And we see there on Harriet. And it was played by Madge Blake. And there actually was a Aunt Harriet. Uh, she appeared first in the comics um, two years before the series premiered. And, you know, she was uh, created by Bill Finger. In, you know, Detective, Com in Detective Comics in 1964. And so we see them go down the pole. And we hear the theme song. Yeah, I used to love this as a kid, you know, watching this, the, the opening sequence here and the theme song. Batman! I mean, I just used to love this. I mean, I used to... I mean, when I was a little kid, I used to look forward to watching this. I mean... I mean, I used to watch it when I was a little kid after school, and... You know, I mean, this really did look like the old Batman comics of the 1960s. Batman! And there we see Batman and Robin there heading to the Batmobile. And before um, before Burt Ward became known as uh, as Dick Grayson, uh, he was you know he had done some acting roles. Um, himself uh he had well actually batman was the first thing he was uh known for and then afterwards uh he did some horror films and did some tv show appearances there's we see batman robin right now at the gotham city police headquarters 
eyes and arms like a bell. Because they both must be peeled. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing about the Riddler. You know, uh, the Riddler's, um... You know, riddles, I mean, they were kind of, um... You know, they were whimsical, and they also made you think as well. You know, you'd always, like, leave a clue on how to solve, um, you know, a clue on what crime he was committing. And we see there, once again, Commissioner Gordon. And Commissioner Gordon was played by Neil... Hamilton and Neil Hamilton you know he had done a lot of Broadway and he also done some um, movies as as well and he was actually in the Patriot in 1928 he was in the Dawn Patrol in 1930 and was actually in Tarzan the Ape Man as Harry Holt in 1932 So, uh, he had a lot of longevity in movies and in television. And we see the art gallery here. We see Batman and Robin arriving. And, oh, there's the red bat phone. The infamous bat phone. the Riddler. There are three men in a boat with four cigarettes but no matches. How do they manage to smoke? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> and now we're about to see the first of what would be a staple in the show. Climbing right up the bat rope. Yeah, always climbing up the wall there. And also, it uh, turns out they were actually walking uh, forward. It's just that they would turn like the camera sideways. Oh, they see the Riddler there. He's about to try and get the window open. Oh, breaks through the bars here on the window. Yeah, that was the thing, you know, Batman would always take time, you know, to, like, educate Robin on something, like, careful there, Robin, you know, pedestrian safety. You know, just like in the, in the movie, you know, he'd say, like, they may be drinkers, Robin. 
but they're still human beings. Here they are crashing through the window. Oh, exploding gas bomb. And they catch him. Snap on the cuffs. There's a photography. And the guy says that he didn't steal the cross. He tells him that it belongs to him. He wants it to him for show. And turns out the gun was actually a lighter. <laughs> he did tip them off, yep. Three men in a boat, four cigarettes, and no matches. How did they manage to smoke? They threw one cigarette overboard and made the boat a cigarette lighter. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, of course, this would be seen as entrapment in today's law. Yep, so now the Riddler is trying to sue Batman and Robin. And of course, uh, the Riddler is played by Frank Gorsh. And Frank Gorsh, looking at uh, his... Yeah, Frank Gorsh in here, looking at... Uh, his filmography. Uh, he's also he was also a comedian and made appearances on the Ed Sullivan Show and also the Steve Allen's version of the Tonight Show as well. And was also played roles on ABC's uh, The Untouchables as well. As we listen to the uh, radio report of um, the Batman being sued. And also was in an episode of Star Trek called Let That Be Your Last uh, Battlefield. Field. You know, as an alien from the planet Charon. And then he also went on to do Broadway in the 70s. And then made some other TV appearances. You know, he was on Ironside, The Name of the Game, Hawaii Five-0, Charlie's Angels. And he even appeared on Wonder Woman, too. Wow. He appeared on an episode of Wonder Woman. And... And was also the voice of Reverend Jack... Cheese in an episode of the Red and Stippy show. Wow, I did not know that. And he had, um, yeah, and he had, uh, also, pa yeah, he had passed away in, um, let's see, what year did he pass away in? Um, well, he also voiced Hugo Strange. In three episodes of uh, the Batman, the uh, TV series, uh, he died in two thousand five, April twenty fifth, two thousand five. 
so now Robin and Batman see the see the document here trying to investigate the secret uh, writing on here and they go to the Batcave and yeah and the uh, the Batcave here you know I mean um, we see the computers and um, I mean, this is the technology of the of the 60s you know the lab and stuff and you know it's not as advanced as we would see in the in the Batman movies but uh, this was the technology of the time and also unlike in the comics uh, we don't see the dinosaur or the big uh, penny as well yeah we don't um, yeah we don't see that. Of course, they figure out. You know, they figure out the that it's actually, you know, the avenue there. Oh, there's a beautiful redhead there. Oh man, she is beautiful. Oh, her name's Molly. Hmm. And there we see the Riddler. Yeah, look at the outfit there. <laughs> yeah, I like when we do the spin, you know, the... You know... Or the go-go raincoat. <laughs> yeah, that was the fashion of the of the time. Here they are on Glover Avenue, two 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 away to go-go. Yep, that's the name of the club. Hmm. And. And of course, uh, Robin being underage, he cannot enter the club. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so now Batman has to go into the club alone and has to watch it on the Batscope. <laughs> huh. So Robin's old enough to drive the car, but now I don't want to go to the clubs. <laughs> ah, damn it. Up there's the bat scope there. And we see a little television in there. <laughs> wow, it's amazing. Got a little camera. And we see Batman walking in, and there we see Molly and the mob boss there. <laughs> oh yeah. All the ladies stop and see that it's Batman. <laughs> he says he wants to stand at the bar and not wish to attract attention. Yeah, right. And there we see some go-go dancing there. 
Oh, yeah. This is how they used to dance back in the day. <laughs> I remember talking to my mom about this, you know, talking about the Bat 2C and, um, and the promo video that I saw, I mean, that I made, and we made, uh, you know, I sh showed the scene where we're about to see right now where Batman is going to dance, and she was like, I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah, my mom cannot explain how they used to dance back in the day. And I was like, yeah, was there something in the in the doobies? Like, dude, well, we should really come up with a dance, you know? A kind of dance named after Batman. Let's call it the Bat-2C. <laughs> And there we see Batman taking some orange juice. You interest me, strangely. Oh, yeah. Now, Batman's about to boogie. <laughs> there we see the Bat-Tipsy! <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting down! <laughs> so ridiculous the way they used to dance back in the day. <laughs> As we see the person who's supposed to be the chauffeur gets into the car and is driving away. Whoop, there's the Riddler. Uh-oh. Batman's starting to feel a little woozy there. Realizes his drink's been doped. Oh, yeah. Somebody put some, uh, might have been in that, uh, heroin. Or some, that, uh, marijuana pill. And, oh, Riddler shoots Robin with, with a dark gun. Riddler takes the Batmobile. <laughs> Molly and her friend there go down down the manhole. Up, oh, tries to take the Batmobile. Up, oh, there are the fireworks. He can't steal it. Oh, now they go and grab the kid. Yep. They kidnap Robin. Throws a little miniature grenade. And nothing really happens. Uh-oh. Anti-fire activation. Eh, Batman always comes prepared. <laughs> Airs out the fire. 
<laughs> Curses, it's got more lives than a cat. See Batman stumbling out. Uh oh. Yeah, Batman's in no condition to drive. There's the bat signal. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's out of it. See right here in Riddler's hideout. I'll put him right there on a little stretcher. And it looks like they're about to do a little operation on him. Uh oh. the knife. Oh. Well, let's see what's gonna do here. He says they're set for the final bow. Will Robin escape? Can Batman find him in time? Is this the ghastly end of our dynamic duo? Answers tomorrow night. Same time, same channel. One hint. The worst is yet to come. Oh, this guy's hitting a vice. And we can pause it right there. Uh, well, yeah, we can stop it right there. Yeah, and that was the thing. Um, you know, there would always be a two-parter uh, episode. So, um, so yeah, for the first two seasons, uh, it was a two-part episode because it would air on consecutive nights. And in the third and final season, it just aired only one episode a week. And... Um, and each uh, third season story, you know, it just ended with a teaser, teaser, and it would like feature like the episode's uh, next guest villain, you know, except for the season, uh, for the series finale, you know, um, because they didn't have a season finale. And now we're gonna go into our second episode, smack in the middle. Part two, so here we go. Alright. So here we are in the second episode. 
And just like in the two-part episodes, we have the narration done by William Dozier. Doing a recap of what we saw in the last episode. And gonna do a little information here on William Dozier here. And William Dozier, of course, was a television producer, and he was also an actor as, as well. And he was born in Omaha, Nebraska. And he actually studied law at the University of Creighton University. Wow, did not know that. Huh. Let's see. And... He produced the film noir um, Harriet Craig in 1950, which starred uh, Joan Crawford. Um, he also was executive producer of the CBS TV shows You Are There and Ben Hatchett's Tales of the City and Suspense. And then... Oh, turns out he also appeared on screen in the first and final Batman episodes. Um, a way to go go and oh, he was in a uh, way to go go. Um, yeah, the first episode of uh, High Diddle Riddle. Well, oh, I did not know that. Oh, I didn't see him there. And also appeared in the last episode, which was Minerva, Mayhem, and Millionaire. And also, he made a, a screen test for an aborted Wonder Woman um, TV series, which was abandoned in 1967. And there we see Batman in the Batcave trying to uh, contact Robin. He gets a call here. And there's Mr. Um, yeah, there's Mr. Pennyworth there. <laughs> Talking with Batman. And in real life, uh, William Dozier was married to Catherine Foley, his first wife, until uh, 1946. They were divorced. And they had a son, uh, Robert. And then he married actress Joan Fontaine uh, from 1946, and they were divorced in 1951, and they had a daughter named Deborah. And his last marriage, up until um, his death in 1991, was to Anne Rutherford. And uh, he actually died of a stroke at the age of uh, 83. And of course, uh, she is best known as uh, Scarlett O'Hara's sisters in the film Gone with the Wind in 1939. There we see the Riddler there with Joker. see here trying to get Robin to call Batman and he says it'll be a cold day in August 
yeah, a cold day in August. I'm sure he wanted to say a cold day in hell, but mind you, this is 1960s television, so you're not allowed to say the word hell. You see here calling Commissioner Gordon. And then calling Batman. And then there's the Riddler. <laughs> you jolly devil! Hmm. What kind of pens are used in soup? Oh, terrapins. What was Joan of Arc made of? Made of Orleans. Hmm. Oh. The knockout spray. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now he's got to put it all together. Terrapins, Orleans. Turtle Mill and Orleans Cove. Here's the Batmobile taking off. And... Oh, we see the bat signal there. And what brought about the, um... The TV series was, um... Was, of course, there's the old serials. Um, you know, the old 1940s uh, serials, um... You know, which would be these, which would play on the TV screen and where you'd come back to the theater, you know, next week and, you know, you'd see the episodes. They actually did that with the Green Hornet, too, and they did it with Superman. And that was what inspired the, um, the Batman TV series. And, of course, that took place in the 1940s. Yeah, that took place in the 1940s, you know, during World War Two. See the Riddler there. Oh. Little does uh, Batman know that <laughs> the Joker has been. I mean, little does Batman know that uh, he's about to be tricked here. Well, he has a detectoscope. He's, you know, Batman had every gadget there, you know, on the TV series. He had a gadget for everything. He had bat shark repellent spray, and, you know, he just had everything. Yeah, that also became like a, like a joke as well. He even joked about it on an episode of The Simpsons when, uh, you know, they had Krusty the Clown on, on there. Yep, there's Molly as, uh... <laughs> yeah, there's the girl as, uh, as Robin. 
And I think that, yeah, this also plays into the thing of, you know, Robin being a girl and or Robin being gay, which is uh, to complete and utter bullshit. Although there was a girl Robin, um, Carrie Kelly, in Dark Knight Returns, the comic book. Oh, there's a car crash. Oh, got a notification there. Cars on fire. Uh, Batman's getting set up for the fall. Oh, he's got a bat fire extinguisher. Oh, he says he damaged his throat. Huh. Alright, carries him to the to the Batmobile. Ding-ding-ding. See the Batmobile heading back to the Batcave. Oh. Oh, turns out Batman knew it was Molly all along. to fire the gun and nope. Uh, she, the firing pin was fired off in the Batmobile. Huh. Now Molly uh, climbs on the Batmobile's nuclear power source. Got another notification there. Batman goes and uses the bat rope. Then she didn't he tell you not to move, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, this really looks dumb uh, by today's standards, but this was uh, <laughs> this was the acting by the, at this time, and oh, she falls right in to the nuclear thing. Yep, she's dead. 
Yeah, easily Batman could be sued for that. <laughs> but, no. And back at uh, police headquarters, they listen in. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to trace the call there. And they hear the subway train, so they know it's underground. <laughs> yep, the underground subway station. Mobile crime computer right there in the <laughs> where the engine should be in the Batmobile. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, mind you, also at this time, you know, there was I Spy, and there was like James Bond. You know, the James Bond movies were coming out at the time, and you know, there was also um, the Avengers, the uh, spy show. So, like, there was all sorts of, like, high-tech gadgetry and what have you, so. Yeah, so even Batman had some high-tech uh, gadgetry himself. And we see the highway there. Batman's about to figure it out. As we see a oh a poster for Gotham City Beach. Batman fires away. And We see uh, Riddler there laughing at Robin, and oh, there's the explosion. Holy smoke. And oh, I think Batman's got Riddler there with the bat robe. <laughs> Holy showcase. Yep, bulletproof glass. Well, he throws a rock at it and still can't break it. And the Joker and his men are laughing at him. Ah, and there's an ad break that's coming up. Ah, damn it. That's the one thing I hate about these, uh, these streaming things. You know, there's always an ad and stuff. You know, it's like, I don't want freaking ads. Shit. Now I gotta put this on mute until the ad ends. By the way, uh, I'm just going to talk for a while until this ad ends. Uh, you can skip ahead until uh, until this ad is over. I'm just going to keep talking, 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 talking until this ad is over. Talking, 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 and now we're back. And Robin says that he heard Joker, I mean Riddler, uh, talking. And 
uh, talking about the um, you know riddles here. So, I go into the famous skyscraper head office of the Gotham City National Bank. Yep. So, they figured it out. <laughs> and, like, when Robin said, he goes, oh, gee, it was nothing, Batman. Hear the narrator again. And the Riddler and his gang are trying to. at the Gotham City's World Fair again. Oh, look at the outfit on him. You know, on the Riddler. There it is at the World's Fair. There we see a, a stereotypical bourgeois lady. Ooh, my word. You know, with the glasses, the little mini glasses and stuff. <laughs> well, I've never. Oh, it's pronounced Moldavia. Yeah. Moldi Moldiva, Moldivia, yeah, it's pronounced Moldivia. Yeah. And we see the bad guys plotting there. Oh, they got the laughing gas. <laughs> yeah, laughing gas, that's that's more of something like the, the Joker would do, you know, with the uh with the laughing gas. And once again, the Riddler's <laughs> outfit here, you know, it's very busy, you know, it's green and you know, the pattern and stuff like that. And I mean <laughs> I mean, personally, I wouldn't be caught dead um, wearing that, but, you know, but at the time, you know, I mean, that was the style, so that's definitely, uh, that's definitely the style there for the, for the Joker. I mean, for the Riddler. Why do I keep saying Joker? Damn it. That's being turned on there on the air vent. Yeah, and the Riddler, you know, he has a pretty good laugh. You know, I mean, um, that... <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a pretty good laugh. You know, I think Frank Gorshin could have been the Joker himself. You know, I think he could have played the Joker. And we see him enter here. With that elephant mask. <laughs> he says... Has everyone seen my friend Kirsch? And he says, Kirsch who? And he says, Kanzutite. And now, because of the... Because of the laughing gas, everyone starts laughing. Did you hear about Greta Garbo? She dreamed one night she sprinkled six blocks of grass seeds in her hair and woke up moaning. I want her to be alone. 
Oh, yeah, so because of the laughing gas, uh, he's able to, to spout out corny jokes. And everyone passes out. Takes out the little pistol. Yep, that's a signal. And from the ground, it gets blown up. And we see the ladders there. Oh yeah, and we think that he's about to make off here with the jewels and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, out of the elephant comes Batman and Robin with the mask. Hmm. Oh yeah, now here comes the first of what would become of many great fight scenes on the show. He says, get them, boys. Get them, or it's curtains! <laughs> yep. Pow, zap, wham, crunch, zwonk, clonk. <laughs> and there's a bam. Kapow. There's an ouch, wham. Oh, they're all getting up on Batman. Oh, here comes Robin on a tray. Zap, kapow, irk, zock. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing, uh, Biff. <laughs> you see, uh, my cousins, um, they used to watch this with me too. And my cousin Ken, um, he always used to complain. He used to be like, he used to be like, Zock? What, what, what is a Zock? <laughs> you know, what is, what is a Zock? <laughs> you know, and it's supposed to be, um, you know, tie in with the, with the comics. Because in the comics, you know, you know, whenever someone, whenever there'd be a fight scene, you know, you hear the pow, zip, bam, clunk, you know, that sort of thing. As we see, the Riddler has uh, gotten away. And the lawsuit uh, has been um, dismissed against Batman. Yep, because um, the Riddler failed to appear in court. And of course, um, the police never found the body of the Riddler, and of course, as we all know, he always appears again, just like many other Batman villains. And he says that he only has one written. Red and that he's thinking about Molly. Hmm. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, Batman always fell in love with uh, beautiful women, but um, if they're on the wrong side of the law, he has to choose the law. And we see Aunt Harriet there. And then we see uh, now Bruce is helping Dick with his algebra homework. Huh. So even in between fighting crime and being kidnapped, still finds time to do some algebra homework. And that's the end of this episode. Oh, Jill St. John played um, Molly. Wow. Oh, I gotta look up her... Uh, her acting credits and we're gonna stop it there and also before i end this episode uh i want to say that um i made a mistake in um naming one of um you know because i talked about um you know kim basinger's um character being based off of uh, susan st james it's actually a uh, julia st cloud that's what i meant to say i i don't know why i keep saying that but it's always julia st cloud julia st cloud from who was the love interest of Batman in the 1970s uh, comics. And so, uh, yeah, shame on me. Yeah, shame on me for that. Dumb motherfucking me. And that'll do it for this episode. And next week, next Thursday, like I said, uh, for a while on Thursday, I'm going to be uh, doing Enter the Batcave because... I'm going to be binge-watching some TV for the next few weekends. And next Thursday, I'm going to be doing a review of Catwoman, My Sister's Keeper. Yep, I'm getting the graphic novel tomorrow. Yep, my mom is ordering it for me on Amazon, uh, you know, from Amazon Prime Day. So I'll be doing a review of it uh, next week. So make sure that you all tune in for that one. And I'll see you all the next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Bye-bye.